huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000 square foot showroom is Court certified, guaranteed, and in stock. Ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off. Welcome to another episode of Business and Legal Q&A Live. Today is June 17th, 2015. I'm your host, Peter Lamont, and today we are going to be taking a look at a question that many small businesses ask throughout the country. Um, it deals with the importance of feedback from your clients and customers. And we're going to talk about that. We have with us a special guest today, J.D. Daymeyer. And he is from FeedbackToReviews.com, and he's going to help us answer the question. Now, before I get into the question, I just want to thank today's sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by Paychex. And if you're looking for a trusted partner to help you with your payroll or employment taxes, um, anything with your, you know, your, your payroll processing, give Paychex a try. I've been using them for years. They make it so simple. They take all of the guesswork out of the employment taxes. They you know, help me get my employees and payroll in order, and I really can't say enough about them. Now, uh, UTL Radio listeners, you get a special offer if you go to our site, UTL, uh, utlradio.com, and you click on the link for the paychecks under the sponsored section, you're going to get one free month of payroll processing just because you are a fan or listener of utlradio.com. So thanks to paychecks for that. Just a reminder, if you want to talk um, about any of the topics or discuss any of the topics that we're going to be talking about today, please feel free. Call into the show, 347-855-8831, and we'll see if we have an opportunity to get you on the air so you can ask your question live. Um, so before I get to the question, J.D., I want to thank you, welcome you to the show. Thank you for being on today. We appreciate you guys having us. All right, now, here's today's question, and it's a common question. I'm sure if you're in small business, you are going to, to, to recognize this question because you've probably asked yourself the same question 100 times. And today's question comes from Kristen from Scranton, Pennsylvania. She wants to know, how important are online reviews, and how can I limit negative feedback? Now, uh, J.D., I mean, you, must, you live that question every day. That we do. That we do. So how important is it? Let's, let's kind of take that in two parts. So how important is it? it for a small or local business, it is vitally important. It is probably the number one um, attribute as to people making purchasing or actual purchasing and actual buying decisions. So right now, some studies that, that have been done in the past approximately about 72% of consumers say that they trust online reviews as much as a personal recommendations, even those by anonymous posters. So doing, getting the review is important, but the, the action that's taken by consumers upon reading reviews is, is vital. And it's not whether I have one or two reviews. Uh, current studies show that you should have six to ten current reviews to be able to 
uh, that, that, that kind of makes it more trustworthy. Right. So it's, it's vitally important. And what was the second part of that question? Now, before I'll get to that in one second, she wants to talk about how you avoid negative feedback, but I just want to just touch on something that you said. 72% of people trust online reviews. I mean, that's huge. And, and, you know, if you look across the Internet, every time somebody wants to make a purchase from a site like Amazon or eBay, I mean, where do you go first after you find the product? I go to the reviews and I say, is this product good? Is this seller good? And that's how I gauge whether or not I'm going to make that purchase. But 72%, that's a whopping number. Well, and Peter, and the flip side of that is what happens before they read that review? Where are these consumers at? You know, right now, 70% of households use the Internet as their go-to source when purchasing local products and services. So that means they're already online, and once they're online and they find somebody, now they're reading reviews. Right. And 94% of consumers are using search engines on a daily basis. Yeah, and, you know, it's not limited to a product or, or um, you know, uh, promotion or, or offer. I mean, really, it's, it's the service industry as well because, I mean, that's how things like Angie's List came about. I mean, Angie's List is essentially a review site that's going to, to review all sorts of, of people, contractors, landscapers. And so, I mean, you can see from that model how important it is to have reviews where people can check and see whether or not, you know, you would work for them. But even in, in my industry as an attorney, there are online sites for people to, uh, to look at reviews for attorneys, accountants, I mean, doctors, you name it. Even teachers, they have websites that rate teachers. So feedback is, you know, like you said, J.D., critical. And uh, I, I think that that's something that oftentimes is something that small business owners put on the back burner. And I want to talk about that in a minute, but let's get to the second part of Kristen's question, which is um, how can I limit negative feedback? Because negative feedback on the Internet is definitely a problem. It actually could be, you know, the nail in your coffin. The the most important thing is I would answer that two ways. Number one, have a process in place to first of all get feedback and, and and include in that process the ability to filter that that or to address any concerns that there might be before it gets before it gets posted. We'll probably talk about it a little bit later on, uh, more of a process around that. But then the second thing is, if you have a negative review, you have to respond to it. A lot, a lot of people don't want to. They don't know what really to say. Keep it professional. Keep it clean. Don't get into a bickering match. And you know, hey, we're sorry. We want to be there for you. Yes, I know you were in our, our restaurant, for example, and we were short staffed that day. Really apologize. Call me up. Let's 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 do the right thing here, because it's it is it is a, a true statistic that when reviews negative reviews are responded to, people take that into account too, because it shows right. first and foremost that you care about the consumer and you know you're not going to please everybody but at the end of the day when somebody says hey I took the time to read this review and I took the time to address it then that's going to that's going to weigh heavy in your favor. Yeah, there's really there's there's really no way that you can avoid somebody complaining at some point as a business owner. I mean even if you've done the right thing because 
Well, you just can't please everybody all the time. But your advice is sound advice. The, the responsibility to the client or to the customer does fall upon you. And if you do have a negative review, you know, I, I myself, just as a consumer, when I've seen a business owner, and your example of a restaurant is really where I've seen it the most, they go and they say, listen, sorry about this. I want to make it better. You know, just a couple of months ago, I was taking my wife out to uh, dinner for her birthday, and there was this steakhouse I wanted to go to, and it was very expensive. So I looked at the reviews, and I saw a couple of negative reviews, but that, that business owner responded and said, listen, exactly what you said. You know, we had a bad night. That's not how it normally is. Contact us. Come on in. We're gonna, you're going to take care of it for you. And then I, I felt better, and I said, all right, well, you know what? Maybe these two people were just picky, or maybe it was a bad night. But I'm going to go give it a shot because you can see how much they care about the customer. So I think you know your point is is 100 percent on on the on the mark. And I and I think sometimes what happens, Peter, is is you know if I read uh, reviews on a company and it's five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars, and there's nothing negative, I don't even I don't know if I trust that either. And right. So you know you. you you want it to be legit. You want it to be right. You want it to be accurate, and you just you want to keep your finger on the pulse of the of those reviews. Now that brings us to um, the the next sort of question. Even though Kristen didn't ask it, sort of um, it, it it grows out of this this feedback question in general, and that is when you're a small business owner, you don't have time. You know, it's like that Staples or Office Depot commercial where. The guy is uh, doing everybody's job. And as a small business owner, I mean, you are, you're wearing so many hats that you don't always have the time to go out and try to solicit feedback. And a lot of the business owners that I talk to, they'll say to me, hey, listen, why am I not getting any feedback from my business? All these people come in, whether it's a pizza place or whatever, all these people come in, I have all these customers, and nobody posts anything online. Why? What is your opinion on small businesses, you know, they don't have a lot of time, so they sit back and they wait for people to post reviews online. So it's it's an interesting question, and it's, it's it really comes down to that process. I always tell small business owners, I said, if you want more reviews online, stop asking for them. And that, that sounds that sounds really weird. That kind of takes you off guard. But the reality is, let's stop asking for re- online reviews because. First of all, it's it's an, it's an awkward conversation to have anyway. If I'm just going to ask you for a review, um, you know it's going to go online. Peter has a has a has a Google Plus account. He knows it's going to be posted as him, and this is kind of an awkward situation. So instead, we always say what we do is we say let's ask for feedback. There's a big difference there in the perception of the consumer. Let's ask for right. feedback. Let's get feedback. And then let's have a process to where that consumer is then walked down a path to maybe take the positive feedback and share that publicly. Got it. So, you know, that that distinction, feedback and review, it really is something um, I think that in people's minds it makes a difference. Feedback is my honest um, opinion, whereas a review it it just sort of seems from a from a psychological standpoint that you want me to review you positively because you certainly wouldn't be asking for a negative review. <laughs> Correct. You know, and, um, and you know, as a business owner, Peter, if you ask if you ask me for feedback, 
it tells me that you take your business seriously. You're mm-hmm. asking for my true opinion, like you said, not that, oh, can I get a review from you? And it's maybe me forcing you to force in that hand and say, hey, that's a five-star, right? Or whatever the case might be. You know, the other day, this is a funny story because it ties into what we're talking about. I went to a storage facility because I'm going to be switching the storage facilities that I'm using. And when I went in, it's a national chain. I signed up, and the um, the person who was behind the counter said to me, listen, if you get a chance, there's a survey on the back. They want you to review. The company wants you to review this location on Facebook, and uh, there's a contest, and we're entered in it. So if you could give us a positive review. And, you know, I looked at it, and I thought to myself, yeah, well, maybe. And then she said to me, you know, I'm sorry that I had to ask you that. They just require us to do it. And it's such an uncomfortable thing for me to do because a lot of times when you're dealing with um, a storage facility, maybe you're dealing with a a man or a woman who is going through a, a breakup or a divorce, and all their stuff is being put into storage. Maybe there's a bankruptcy or another problem. And now I've got to say to this person who's going through something, hey, by the way, give me a positive review. And she said to me, I actually hate asking people to do that. So that ties in to what you were saying about, you know, just going out there and asking people for a review. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's so uncomfortable. It's just really, it's a psychological piece. And when we ask for feedback, then we're asking for a true a true feeling about the experience, and when we and when we get when when people say, "Hey, give me a positive review," you're you're. It's like remember in, in high school when you pencil whip something. You remember that term, the pencil whip. I pencil whip yep. that, uh, yep. or even in business, right? I pencil whipped it. It's that's what you get. So, what is that action really doing for you? Is it really giving you information about your business or what could you could do better? I have a I, we have a client that is a dentist and. You know, he started. He he's on our process of of asking for feedback, and obviously, you know, we have a process and a, and a platform for that. And he gets some feedback, and it, it, he got a couple of four stars and three stars that started to really speak about. I wish I had more time with the dentist, and or the dentist was in and out too many times. It was it was real feedback that he then was able to make his business better with. Yeah. That's the real purpose here, right? Is is that not what we want feedback and reviews reviews for? We want to be better. Yeah, I think so many people they they ignore that. They think you know positive reviews. It's going to give me a positive image on the internet. Just you know positive reviews. There are even people out there that are are willing to accept money to have you know you you pay them you know whatever it is, and they're going to post positive reviews online. I mean that's that's. It completely defeats the purpose of what you're talking about, which is honest feedback to make your business better, not paying somebody to make fake reviews because, A, you know, you're always going to be found out, and, B, it really doesn't help you in the long run anyway. No, because your service is going to be the same and your performance is going to be the same and your results are going to be the same. Kind of the old added age, keep doing the same thing over and over and you're going to get the same results. Right, and and customers are savvy. They're smart. They know when they see somebody who has all these positive reviews and then they go in, they use them, and they're awful. They know what that's about. And then all of a sudden you're going to get negative reviews and people are going to start saying, well, 
you know, look at all these negatives coming. All those positives must have been fake. And, and you know, that just hurts your business. doesn't help you. Correct. Now, I want to talk a little bit about um, the process that you mentioned and, and, and talk a little bit about what you've done with FeedbackToReviews.com because it really is a brilliant um, take. And I, I think that it answers the question that so many small businesses ask, which is, how do I find the time to get reviews? And if I don't ask for a review, you know, how am I going to get people to, to post anything? And, and you've created cool. this, uh, this, this site, Feedback to Reviews, which I think helps respond to that question. Yeah, we're really excited about it. Um, what it does is it, it essentially takes a process and automates a process to walk clients down, uh, customers, business, you know, customers of the business, to walk down and take them down the path of leaving feedback and then if it's positive, we do different things with it. If it's negative, we do different things with it. So to start off, the business does have to do one thing, Peter, and they have to put the customer's email into the system. That's, that's, it's a must. The system will not work if we didn't do that. But that's okay. the only thing that the business has to do. So we're, we're, we're integrating into some different things like QuickBooks and things like that as we speak to where that would be automated also. So I want everybody to know that that's the most important thing is, you know, we don't have a lot of time. So being able to enter in a first name and an email address, that's all that has to be done. From there, everything I'm about to tell you happens automatically from the system. So the system is going to send an email to the, to the customer and ask them for feedback. Uh, it's going to ask, based on your recommendations, you can customize this any way you want, one to three to five to seven times, two days apart, one day apart, whatever. Once they take action, then they are taken to a screen that says, we would like some feedback on your experience with our company. And it's five stars. It's a five-star rating and one comment box. Not 12 questions, not anything big. Keep it simple. Depending how that customer answers that question, uh, we'll just say we use a, what we call a threshold. So okay. maybe the four is positive, four and fives are positive, and one through, one through three is maybe not so positive. If they answer it positively, they go to a they are directed to a page that then asks them to share that comment on a social or a, a social and review sites of your choice of the business's choice. For example, you're you're in you're in law, Peter, so I'm sure you have an Avo account. Uh, yep. You could put Avo on there. Uh, everybody probably has a Google Plus account, so Google Plus could be one. Facebook can be one. You can be any any of them that are out there. So there are industry specifics, and that helps keep things um, keep things rolling, right? That I want to work on getting reviews on this one website. Well, this is where you put it. you pick that and put it in there. You can rotate these. You can do whatever you want. I think we have right now 70 review sites in there, and most people put about three up on average. So imagine a customer leaves positive feedback. Boom, they instantly come to this page. Would you mind sharing that here? Boom. There's a video there. There's actually a video. that uh, It's a lady or a male speaking to, to the customer about we really appreciate it. Reviews are important to us. So that tough conversation that, that your, uh, your lady at the storage facility had is now not a tough conversation. Right. You just said, would you share? That's how, that's how that goes. So that's great. 
So let's say that, you know, not everybody's going to leave, leave that, but they did give us some positive feedback. What are we doing with that positive feedback? So let's take it a step back. As soon as somebody leaves positive feedback, we have the ability for you to share that automatically on your Facebook, your Twitter, and your Google Plus as a post. So a post would be a picture with the star rating and what Sue said. Hey, Sue just reviewed us and said, first name only and what they said in the form of a picture. So we're tying it into social media to share that good message. Right. Too often we think that businesses have been, you know, companies have not been in business for 5, 10, 15 years by accident. You know, there's, there's good things that happen every day. And how do we share that message? Well, that's where we have elected to say social media is that vehicle. And we're going to continue to expand on that into LinkedIn and other places, Pinterest or wherever. I, I, I know I have a list on my desk of things that we're continuing to integrate into, but that's the steps it goes. So that's great. Positive feedback turns into hopefully a positive review online, but even if not, we're using it in the social environment. So that's right. cool. It's, it's very negative. cool. So, so if it's negative, what happens, right? You go a different direction. If it's not so positive, you go to a video that says, wait a minute, something's wrong. We didn't meet your expectations, so please answer these four more questions. And that gets quarantined, basically, as the best way to say it, held internally in the system for you, the business owner, to address it. So remember, I asked you for feedback. You gave me legitimate feedback. If you were upset, you told me. Now I have the opportunity to talk to you one-on-one, not publicly where everybody can see it. Let's just let's talk about it, and it gives you the opportunity to address it. The chances of me going online and blasting you online when you've already asked for the feedback and I gave it to you and gave you the opportunity to fix it are slim to none. So both of these situations, positive or negative feedback, is automatically emailed and texted to the business owner immediately. So you see it all the time. And I love it because all of our business owners keep telling us, wow, that's really cool. I get this I get this great visual feedback every time that someone, you know, is responding to a request for feedback. Right. And currently we're getting about a twenty five, twenty six percent return on feedback. So if we send out a hundred emails uh, or a hundred customers um, we're just seeing about 26% return. And that's a good number because I know that, um, you know, some of the businesses that I work with, they've done everything from having an employee spend a portion of their day sending out the email, then calling the person, asking them for the feedback, and then following up with another phone call. And, I mean, the return is somewhere like 5 to 6%. And, and that's with somebody, you know, spending time. They're paying somebody you know, to sit there and make these phone calls, and you're at five, six, maybe seven percent. So to have your kind of return is, I think, uh, is very good. Yeah, and you know, the reason that, that happened, we had, I, we, we, when we were developing this, I, I, in a former business, had a customer that was doing something. He used a lot of this process in a manual fashion, and to be able to, to email people several times requesting for that feedback. I mean, a perfect example would be hey, um, I'd like some feedback. But they left your office 
you sent the email the next day, and they went on vacation. The email got lost. It got buried. They're not going to respond because they're they're getting back to work a week later or it's out of sight, out of mind for too long. When you continue to follow up with them to whatever specs that you want, that's where we've seen that increase. You know, to your example, that person that, that were that example that was doing it manually was getting about a five percent return, and that's exactly that's the exact number that he was getting. And then he would manually thank them, and then he would manually ask them to post online. So right. he took that whole process, and you know, from an from a manual standpoint, and it was a, it took a lot of time. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, it takes a lot of time, and you don't get anything out of it. And that's why, um, I mean, I'm impressed with feedback to reviews because I think that it, it automates, and that's what we need for small business today. Well, small businesses today, an automatic process because there's so much going on. A lot of small businesses are their own website designers, their own customer service people, you know, HR. They they do everything, and then. This is not as important in their minds to spend time on, but it's so critical for their business success. But if you say to a small business owner, listen, should you build a website or would you rather spend your time getting reviews? Most people are going to say, well, the website's important, and then the reviews fall by the wayside. And then after a year of business, when they're not developing more business, they say, well, you know, I don't understand it. We, everybody seems to like us, but there's nothing positive about us online. And it's because most people, unless they've had a negative experience, are not going to take the time to just go out there and post a positive um, review without some sort of prodding for feedback. You know, I may be I may be dating myself a little bit here, but I remember way way back we always in a former former life, I guess I used to always hear, "Hey, one bad experience, the person is going to tell ten people." Right, they're going to tell ten people. This is before right. the days of the internet, by the way. And if they if they have a great experience, they might tell one. Is it not the same return? Isn't that not the same thing that happens with re- online reviews? Absolutely the same, yeah. And I and I think that that's mm-hmm. where people who own a business and they sit back and they say, "Where are these reviews?" Well, you're not going to get them. They're they're not going to just come automatically without you doing something. But then you don't have the time necessarily to sit there and to do it. And even if you do sit there and do it manually, your return is going to be 5%. So that's what I think is so good about feedback to reviews because you're getting a much higher return and you're not doing nearly as much work. So I love how you said that You know, as business owners, we all do it. I do it. You probably do it. We all do it because we all wear several different hats. And um, – one of the great things about the system, the system does a lot more than what we just described. Uh, like I said, we continue to develop. We actually added the ability to add employees. Even though when that request for feedback goes out, the customer would never know that we had a, an employee tagged to it. Mm-hmm. We use that term tagging. But now in the dashboard, very simple reporting, not crazy dashboard. I know that, that business owners don't have time to log into 15 different uh, uh portals so you don't even have to log into it for, to make it work by the way but if you do log in to look at the reporting you can see the feedback by employee so now as you know it's not about beating people up right i love the on-purpose moments as a business leader i love the on-purpose moments and what i mean by that 
is Susie just got a five-star review. I want to go over and take that on-purpose time, that on-purpose moment to thank her for doing what we asked her to do. You know, a lot of times as business owners, I've seen it. I've done it. I, I hate to say I've done this, but I ask people to do their job, and I expect them to do their job, and that's all I want to say about it. But at the end of the day, when we don't reinforce those great behaviors, they tend to go away. Yeah, it's it's very true, and that's very true with um, what you said with, with respect to feedback because you're asking somebody to do something for you and then if you can't give them that 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 minute to say thank you, I think that that has I mean it almost seems as though it can produce a negative result or a negative you know thought in that person's mind. Well, I gave you the review and and that's it. I don't hear from you. I gave you this outstanding feedback or whatever, and and now nothing. So that's an important point. So then in the system, what you could do now this is all optional. You don't have to do it, but. We put a lot of additional tools in place that allow you, everybody's probably very familiar with Constant Contact or MailChimp, a mail-type program. We have something built in the back end of ours where you can make a quick email. My favorite words on this is called the WinBat email. So we talked about earlier a customer or someone leaving an online review that was negative, what should we do? We should respond to it, right? Well, in our situation, you've already taken care of that before it became an online review, but you can select all the all the people in the system that you've sent feedback to that have not left reviews or have not left feedbacks, have not left, or maybe it was negative, and you can send them a special email written by you that says, hey, Give us another chance. Here's 10% off, or whatever whatever the case might be. Right. Whatever you want to promote, you can promote to a specific group of people based on their experience. Now, let me ask you this one question about um, the service and the site. How difficult is it for a brand new user, a brand new customer of yours, to set it up and to have it up and running? We actually set. We actually. We actually go through and kind of set it up with you. It's it's pretty easy to set up. Uh, it does take both people involved because you're tying into social media properties of the business, which we don't right. have that access. So we kind of handhold you a little bit. Uh, pretty simple process. Hey, do you authorize this app? Yes, yes, blah, blah, blah. But once it's set up, it doesn't take long at all, 15 minutes, 10 minutes. I don't know. I think I set them up in about five minutes nowadays. But uh, you're off and running. You're, you're getting feedback within within minutes. So you're talking um, about people, 15, 15 minutes worth of your time versus the hours and hours that people spend fruitlessly trying to collect feedback. Correct. Correct. And once it's set up, it's it's on autopilot. Well, you know, I, I think that um, that's something that small businesses need to, to look at and consider because, you know, we're not telling people don't go out and, try to do it on your own. And I think that, you know, some of your comments in, in the earlier segment of the show spoke to that. And, you know, listen, go try it. You know, if you want to go out and, and uh, do it manually, you can. But the facts are the facts. The return on investment is very low um, when you're doing it manually, when you don't have a process in place. And I know that for myself, I don't have the time to create a process. I know I could say to somebody that works for me, call up this person and ask them what they think, ask them to fill out this form. 
but I don't have the time to create a process. And that's what you've done. So I think that, you know, go ahead, try it on your own. But when it's not working, I, I think that, you know, feedback to reviews.com is, is really um, just kind of a, 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 a fresh take on this that's going to get you results. I know businesses that have used things like constant contact where they can set up a, a, an email and they send it out. But there's so much still manual labor involved with generating that and creating it. And it just doesn't seem to function the way that, that people would expect it to. So, um, you know, I think that if you're a business owner and you need somebody to help you, I mean, give this a try. How much does the service cost? It's a whopping $1 a day. Wow. And is there a contract that you enter into? Uh, we just charge like three sixty five for the year, so basically a dollar a day for a year, and that's just it is what it is, and that's it. Well, I think that um, you know that that kind of says it all because I know that when you have an employee sit there and make phone calls, you're going to be spending more than that and not getting half the results. So, um, you know, so that's there's, great. There's some, there, I mean, you know, not to pitch it, but there's similar services. I mean, typically things like this, from a marketing standpoint, they go for about a hundred dollars a month. That's, right. that's that's kind of the ballpark where you be. So we try to we try to just give exceptional value. And uh, you know I, I love this industry, not just the what I would call the online reputation industry, but I come from the internet marketing industry. And you know back to that that kind of bringing it full circle to that first question was how important are online reviews? And we kind of answered that. We definitely did answer it, but. Just to put one more stamp on that, 10%. So everybody knows what Google rankings are, right? We know the map section. We know the – when I look for local business, I see the maps up there first. Right. 10% of your result or where you're going to rank is based on online reviews with Google. That's fact. Wow. So 10% of your results right there are going to be based on are you getting online reviews? So you could be in the same geographic area as another business. They could have active reviews, current reviews. You could be outstanding, you know, doing everything right and still not come up on that map? Uh, maybe not above them. That's correct. Wow. So that's that's pretty, so, pretty important because I know that the, even in – in my industry, there's so many lawyers, and you know, you look and you see, well, where, where am I? Where are we? And you're not there, and and then you know, you realize that, well, this person has X amount of reviews, and you have nothing. But I didn't right. know that that actually factored into how Google will use that ranking on but, something like the map. Yeah, it's part of the algorithm. So, like about ten percent of the local business algorithm is based off of online reviews. So, if wow. you were a jeweler and I'm a jeweler and I have forty six reviews and you have two, and there's again current reviews is part of this, right? It's not ones that are ten years old. So, but let's say I have forty six current reviews and you have two, you're, you're not going to outrank me. There's no way. Just not going to happen. Right. Right, and that's really, I mean, I didn't know that, that figure, but 10%, that's a, that's a good chunk, especially if, and I don't know how many they generally show, it's like one to five, if I'm not mistaken, uh, yeah, as far as up, business. It goes up to seven. It goes up to okay, seven. Sorry. It depends on the category and on what the search criteria is. 
but anywhere from one to three to seven is kind of the numbers you'll see. So if you're eight, you're not showing on that page. And I think Correct. that, you know, when you're a consumer and you go and you type in, you know, jeweler, you're going to look at those first seven because it's there for you. And if they're there on the first page, you think they're the best. And so if you don't, you know, you might have a better business, but not have any reviews because you're ne- you don't have a process. You're not doing it right. And now you're not in that top seven and you go and, you know, nobody sees you. Correct. That's exactly right. Well, I think that, um, you know, this, this is very, very helpful. And I think that, uh, you know, all of you out there that, that own or operate small businesses, you have to understand what JD's saying with respect to the importance of online reviews. It, it has taken the place of referrals from friends and neighbor and family. I mean, I quite honestly, I would trust an online review more than I trust a friend. Um, so I think that the importance of the online review cannot be overstated. And then the next part of that is now how do you go out and do it in a way that doesn't take all of your time away from your business? And that's through a process. And while you can create your own process or you can use other, you know, processes that might be out there, um, for a dollar a day, I think giving feedback to reviews.com a chance probably makes sense because you don't have to do anything other than five to 15 minutes of setup and let them do it for you and see where and we'll, it goes. And Peter, just, and just so you know, we it, it, when it comes to our product, we're not going to let you fail. We're going to walk you through it. We're going to show you how to use it. If you got a question, we're going to answer it. We're, we're here for you. We we set up times all day long just to talk to people and help them through it. Because the biggest thing, as we talked about in the beginning, it doesn't matter what process you're on. I guarantee that your process is going to have to include how to get the customer's information. No matter what your process is, it's going to start with, I have to get information from the customer, right? Whether it be an email a phone number or something. So different businesses are different. Um, you know, we kind of talked about the, the dentist earlier, and the dentist, he never, you, I've never left the dentist office without stopping at the counter. That's a great opportunity for them to capture that information. Most times they already have it. But if I'm a fast food restaurant or if I'm a restaurant, where does that come into my process, right? We have tools for people and we make sure that they understand, hey, this is going to fit your, your industry, your category the best. So there is a little bit of a curve there, but we we just want you to be successful. And it is different. Every category is a little bit different. Well, J.D., I want to thank you so much for being on today and for taking the time to talk to us to answer the question and to uh, you know give us some insight into some of these statistics and how this process works why it's so important and I hope that you know business owners out there are taking advantage of this information and uh, you know will go ahead and, and help generate positive feedback results for themselves and I think that your your service feedback to reviews.com really is um, at the forefront of this it's a really nice simple easy to use software solution that I think can really help small business owners because there's so many small businesses out there and I hate to see small businesses fail. 
simply because they don't have the time to do everything, even though they're doing so many things right. So I want to thank you again for being on today. If people need to get in touch with you, um, how would they do that? There's two ways. Uh, they can email us at support at feedback to reviews.com and that's the number two so feedback the number two reviews.com uh, they can uh, go to our website feedback to reviews.com um, hit you know answer ask a question or they can call us at 317-975-0075 perfect and we'll put uh, all those links in the show notes um, so JD thank you so much again I wish you continued success with feedback to reviews Thanks for the time and for the information. It was a pleasure having you on today. Uh, thanks for having us on, Peter. All right. Take care. So, J.D. Uh, Daymeyer from Feedback to Reviews. Really good, high-quality information here about the importance of feedback. And, uh, you know, Kristen, who asked this question, it was a really good question. And I appreciate you submitting this question because I think that understanding how modern day business works from a client um, acquisition standpoint is important. You know, people nowadays look online more than anywhere else. You know, people are on their phones, people are on their tablets, people are on their computers, and that's where they go to look to see if they want to do or buy or stay somewhere. I mean, look at all of the sites that are out there. I, you know, I use Booking.com for, um, you know, any any sort of vacation or business trip. And what do I do on Booking.com? I look at the number of stars that the hotel has. But going back even before the internet, you know, you you let's say it's a hotel. Where did you look? You looked at AAA. You know, were they rated by AAA? Ratings have been around since the begin beginning of business. Whether it was word of mouth or or then the star rating system. And now that's just transitioned into uh, online because that's where everybody goes. That's the repository for information. And so having an online reputation and having uh, positive feedback is so critical to your business. But one thing that JD said, which is super important, is that you want feedback because you want to know if you're doing something wrong. What if you think you're doing something right as a business and your customers are unhappy with something. If you don't ask for feedback, you're never going to know. You're never going to be able to make that change. You're never going to be able to correct the mistake. And isn't that what we want to do in business? We're, we're constantly evolving and learning. And, and if we aren't evolving or learning, we are just not going to stay in business. I think back to some of the local pizza places that have been around since the 50s and 60s. Now, there's a couple that come to mind uh, in, in my area. And for years, they didn't take credit cards. And for years, you know, they didn't have any sort of automated ordering system. And so that was okay maybe in the 70s and the 80s. And, but as things progress to where we are today, I think people come to expect that they can pay with a credit card, that they can, you know, make sure that their order is correct. And, and you know, I'm not saying that you don't want to go to an old-fashioned restaurant where, you know, it, it's not so automated like a, a chain restaurant. But what I'm saying is that you have to evolve as a business. You have to evolve with methods and processes that are used 
in your industry. If you don't, then you become antiquated, stale, and ultimately people will leave you for more modern or, you know, quote-unquote high-tech type service. So I think it's really important for you to evolve, for you to understand that reviews online are critical. And how do you go about getting them? It's not so easy when you do it on your own. You know, I've worked with companies that have been resistant to using a third-party product. And they try to do it on their own, and they are so frustrated because nothing comes of it. And, and you know, I, I understand that, that, that desire to do it on your own. How, how hard can it be to ask somebody for feedback? But it can be hard. So, um, you know, definitely take a look at some of the services like FeedbackToReviews.com and see if it's right for you. But the important point to take away from today's discussion is that online reviews and feedback are critical. And you need to have some process in place in order to bring that information in because it's not generally just going to happen unless it's a negative review. And, you know, we could launch into another discussion about what to do with respect to negative reviews that might be deliberate, that you might know somebody's out to get you. Maybe it's a competitor. You know, we could talk about that. Um, but I think that that would probably be better for another show, and uh, maybe we can get somebody to ask a question about that topic because right now there's just been a, a ton of publicity out there uh, concerning lawsuits surrounding negative feedback or negative posts. And was it done deliberate? Was it defamation? And does the person who you have criticized online have any recourse? so on and so forth, but that, that could be for another day. So um, if any of you out there are interested in that topic, talking about the legal aspect of dealing with negative reviews, whether or not something could be defamatory, when you may have a legal action, when you may not, you know, uh, send a, a, a comment in, ask that question, and we'll be happy to answer that on another episode of uh, Business and Legal Q&A Live. But that is going to do it for today. Um, again, I want to thank J.D. Daymeyer of FeedbackToReviews.com for being on, for telling us about uh, his product and service, for answering the question of Kristen from uh, Pennsylvania. I want to thank Kristen for submitting her question. And I want to remind you that you should check out on a regular basis UTLRadio.com because information and offers and, um, you know, show schedules, upcoming guests, it's all there online, utlradio.com. As a matter of fact, yesterday we had on as a guest Leah Bell. She's the author of The Angry Grad, and her book is available on utlradio.com. Uh, right on the homepage, there's a link to purchase the book. It's a great book. We talked about it yesterday. I encourage you to listen to that show. If you have questions about student debt, student loans, you want to know what you're getting yourself into, Check out yesterday's show that was on June 16th. Um, that's available for download uh, through iTunes. And if you are a visual kind of person, the episode was streamed live on YouTube Live, so it's on our YouTube channel. Please also don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel so that you're notified of new videos and upcoming live events. And don't forget also to subscribe either on Blog Talk Radio or through iTunes to the podcast. So we have some exciting things coming up in the near future. 
we are nearly done with creating our new Wednesday show, which is going to be called UTL Radio on a different note, and we're um, on another note. So that's how that's how we're developing it. I, I, I'm forgetting what it's called, <laughs> but um, it's going to be a business law and music show. We're going to feature one musician, artist, or band, and we're going to talk to that person about their music, about their experience in the industry with business, and, uh, and play some of their music. So it's going to be a really fun show. I'm going to be um, with my co-host, Bob Hughes, who does the Monday Week in Review show with me. So that's really exciting. I think that that, uh, that show might air in either uh, the end of June or July, but we're working on a firm date. Stay tuned, though, because that'll be all on the website. And that's going to just, you know, be in addition to our regular programming. So uh, check out utlradio.com. I want to thank Paychex again for sponsoring the show. If you want to uh, take advantage of that one-month free payroll processing offer to UTL Radio subscribers, just go to utlradio.com, click on the link. It'll take you to the Paychex page, and you're going to get your free month of processing. That's going to do it for me today. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thanks again to J.D. Daymeyer and uh, to Kristen for submitting her question. I hope that uh, this is educational and offers you some insight into how you can make your small business uh, better or your mid-sized business or any size business, for that matter, better. And I want to thank you all for your feedback, for your comments, for your subscriptions. I look forward to hearing what you have to say about some of these recent episodes, including today. And um, I want to just thank you for your continued support. Check out some of the items on the utlradio.com shop. We're going to be adding some additional products there as well. And, um, you know, again, can't, can't thank you enough for subscribing. That's going to do it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Remember that there's power in understanding the law.